Nothing like taking a good bath to cleaning yourself unless you are John Haig, where you give out an acid bath to get rid of the evidence. Today, we're going to talk about John Haig. and gentlemen of all ages, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Angry Meat Production. We appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out. We hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in. Whether you're looking at us on YouTube or Rumble or listening to us on Spotify Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on. We thank you. And if you don't mind, at the end of every episode, stop by. Leave us a comment. Leave us a like. If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation, our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today, yes, we're going to talk about John Haig. Uh, he was also known as the Acid Bath Murderer. I was about to say killer. And if you uh, haven't been watching the other shows, you've been, should have been noticing that we've kind of uh, been messing up on, on uh, uh, the uh, program. So it, it's nothing against uh, me. It's just I, I don't know where I, my mind's been with the uh, advent of uh, weather changing here in Texas. And uh, my my sinus is just messing up really bad. But we're going to go ahead and get into this. Uh, let's start this out. John Haig was born in Stanford, uh, Lincolnshire and was raised in the village of the Outwoods West Riding of Yorkshire. His parents were engineer John Robert Haig and wife Emily Haig, both mem uh, members of the uh, Plymouth uh, Brethren, a conservative uh, Protestant sect. Haig later claimed that he suffered from recurring re uh, religious nightmares in, in his childhood. He developed great profound uh, proficiency. Uh, at the piano, which he learned at home. He was fond with classical music and often attended concerts. Haig won a scholarship to Queen Elizabeth Grammar School in Wakefield, then to Wakefield Cathedral, where he became a choir boy. After school, he was uh, apparently uh, apparent parents to a firm of motor engineers after a year, he left that job and took a job in, in insurance and advertising. At age 21, he was dismissed after being suspected of stealing from the cash box. After being fired, he moved on to forging car documents. I wonder how that worked. Well, back then, it'd probably be really, really easy. What's, what's really funny about that is uh, 
nowadays they have uh, have it to where most of the uh, stuff is online and they they just steal your mortgage and everything and rack up like massive amounts of debt on your uh, mortgage and everything. It's really weird. Just a bit of advice. Don't go digital. <laughs> Anyways, uh, on July 6, 1934, Haig married 23-year-old uh, Beatrice Betty Hammer. Uh, the marriage soon dis disingenuated. Hold on, Stephen Hawking, can you help me out about this? Disintegrated. Ah, disintegrated. Apologies. Thank you, Stephen Hawking. The same year Haig was jailed for fraud, Betty gave birth while he was in prison, and she placed the ba uh, the baby girl up for adoption and left Haig. Haig conservative family obscured him from uh from then onwards basically uh they didn't want anything to do with Haig. Haig moved to london in 1936 and became a, a chauffeur to william mcswan he was the owner of uh amusement arcades he was maintaining uh mcswan amusement uh, amusement machines. There, uh, thereafter, he pretended to be a solicitor when William Costa, Costa Adamson was uh, offices in uh, Clarence Lane, London. Uh, Guild. Uh, he sold the uh, flu uh, fluent stock shares and promptly from the estate of his deceased clients. I guess that's where the uh, profit from this uh, motive uh basically he uh fraudulent stock shares uh he scammed his scam was uncovered by someone who noticed he misspelled uh guildford as guild ford uh he misspelled g u i l d ford as g u i l ford so that's how they got him figured out on that one on his litterhead. Haig received a four uh, four year sentence for fraud for that, and Haig was released just after the start of the Second World War. He continued his uh, fraudulently fraud. God, Stephen Hawking, they fraudster. Uh, he he continued as a fraudster and was sentenced several uh, further terms of imprisonment. Regarding that, he had left victims alive to uh, accuse him. He had became intransigent by French murderer, intrigued by French murderer Georges Alexander Satz. Who was disposing his bottles in sulfuric acid? Haig experiment with uh, field mice and found it. It took only about thirty minutes for the body to dissolve. The starting of the murders. Haig was freed from prison in 1943 and became an, uh, an accountant with an engineering firm. Soon after, by chance, he bumped into a former employee, William McSwan, in a Kinston's pub. McSwan introduced Haig to his parents, Don, Donald and Amy. McSwan worked for uh, them by collecting rent on their London properties. Haig became envious of his uh, of their lifestyle. On September 6, 1944, McSwan 
disappeared. Haig later admitted that he lured McSwan into a basement on Gloucester Road, hitting him over the head with a lead pipe, and then putting his body in a 40 imperial gallon drum. It's 40 US gallons. Uh, 48 US gallons. Uh, drum with the concentrated of sulfuric acid two days later, finding that uh, McSwan's bottle was mostly dissolved. He uh, emptied the drum into a manhole. <laughs> Sorry, my allergies still. He told McSwan's parents that their son had been, uh, gone into hiding in Scotland to avoid called up for military service. Haig then began living in McSwan's house and collecting rent for McSwan's parents. They become curious as to why their son had not returned. As the world came to an end on July 2nd, 1945, he lured them into the Gloucester Road by telling them their son has back from Scotland for a surprise visit. There he killed them with a blow to the head and disposed of them. Haig then stole McSwan's pension uh, checks and uh, sold his parents' properties for around about 8,000 uh, pounds. Uh, let me see how much pounds that is. Sorry. I'm, I'm just curious. 95 to... Which was probably around about a hundred, hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars, or a pound. Okay, that's curious. It moved into uh, Onslow uh, Court Hotel in Kingston. Haig was a gambler, and by 1947, he was uh, running short uh, short of money. To resolve his finance troubles, he found another couple to kill and rob. Allerbold, uh Henderson and his wife Rose, after uh, frightening interest in the house that he was uh, what they were selling, he was invested into Harrison's flat by Rose to play the piano uh, for the uh, housewarming party. While at the flat, he hate. God, Haig. It is Haig. Haig. Yeah. Haig stole uh, Archibald uh, Henderson's revolver, planning to use it for the next crime, renting a small workshop in the uh, second Liverpool, Le uh, Leopold Road, crawling in, in Crowley Rossacks. He moved, uh, moved acid and drums uh, there from... Gloucester Road, he was also known to have stayed at Crawley's uh, Hotel, the George, on several occasions. On February 12, 1948, he drove Ackerborn Henderson to his workshop on the uh, pretext of showing him an invention. While they arrived, Haig uh, shot Henderson in the head with his stolen revolver, and Haig then lured Rose Henderson to the workshop, claiming that her husband had fallen ill, and he sh uh, shot her as well. After exposing the uh, Henderson's bodies in oil drums with acid, he forged a letter uh, with the signatures and sold all their possessions for eight thousand uh, pounds again, expecting uh, except for their car and the dog, which he kept. The last victim in capture, Haig, uh, next and last victim, Oliver 
Durand Deacon, 69, the wealthy wielder of a, a solicitor, John Durand Deacon, and fellow re, uh, residents at the Oslo uh, courthouse. Haig, by then, had been calling himself an engineer, and all have uh, mentioned an idea for, to him that she had uh, for our officials' fingernails. He invited her to the uh, Leopold Road workshop in February 18th, 1949, and once inside, he shot her in the back of the neck with a 38 caliber Willoughby revolver that he had stolen for uh, the Hendersons. Stripped of her uh, valuables, including the uh, Persian lamb coat. Persian lamb coat. I wonder what that looks like. Oh, it's just a lamb. Okay. Persian lamb. <laughs> Anyways, uh, put her into the acid two days later. Uh, Dinkin's friend Constance uh, reported her missing. Detectives soon dis uh, discovered Hughes' a rec record of theft and fraud and searched the workshop. Police found Higgs uh, at Ted uh case containing a dry uh, cleaner uh, receipt for Olive during Dinkins' coat and also papers referring to Henderson's and McSwan's, the workshop, and Sussex, rated by Higgs, did not contain a floor drain, unlike the uh, workshop that he had rented from Gloucester Road in London. He therefore disposed of the drains by pouring it into the container into a rebel pile in the back of the property. Investigators in the area by pro, uh, pathologist Kink Simpson uh, revealed 28 pounds or 13 kilograms of human body fat, part of a human foot and uh, human gallstones and part of dentures which were later identified as all of, uh, all of Deacon's uh, dentists during the trial. Haig uh, asked Detective Inspector Albert Webb during the questioning, tell me frankly, what are the chances of anybody being released from uh, Bormore, a high-security psychological hospital, and in fact said that he could not discussed this sort of thing and Hayes replied well if I was uh, told you the truth you would not believe me and it sounds too fascinating to believe he then confessed that he killed uh, Deacon and the Sw McSwans and the Hendersons as well as three other people a young man called Max a girl uh, from Eastbourne and a woman in the Hammersmith these claims could not be sustained the trial and execution uh, Hughes' trial was held in uh, Lowell's Essex. Uh, evidence from the trial is now in the Crime Museum in New, uh, New Scotland Yard. Haig pleading insanity, claiming that he had drank the blood of his victims. He had said that he had dreams domin uh, dominated by blood as a young boy. He, had, uh, he was involved in a car accident in March 1944. Okay. He dreamed of re uh, returning... His dreams returning to him, I saw before me a forest of crucifix, which gradually uh, turned into trees. At first, there appeared to be drew or rain, a dew or rain, sorry, uh, dripping from the branches. But I, as I approached, realized it was blood. A whole forest began to writher and trees dark and etched into oozing blood. A man went from 
each tree catching the blood. When the cup was full, he approached me, drink, I said, he said, but I was unable to move. The Attorney General, Sir Henry uh, Shawcross, CK, later Lord Shawcross, led for uh, the prosecution, urged the jury to reject Hughes' defense of the insanity because he had acted on Melinson's afterthought. Sir David Maxwell Frey Casey defended calling many witnesses to uh, test Hugo Hughes. Man, I keep on messing up his name. Haig. Haig's mental state, including Henry Yellows, uh, who claimed Haig had a paranoid constitution, adding the absolute uh, callous, uh, cheerful, bold, and mostly friend, uh, friendly indifference of uh, accusing to the Quans, which he has freely admitted having committed, is unique in my experience. Haig apparently had believed mistakenly that if the bodies of the victims could not be found, a murder conviction would not be possible. It only uh, it took only minutes for the jury to find him guilty. God, usually in the United States it takes like hours, but minutes, damn. On August 10th, 1949, Haig was hanged by execution Albert Pennerpoint, which I really, really wanted to get into him. He was the one that killed most of the... Uh, he, he's like a, uh, Albert Pennerpoint was basically the go-to guy in England or UK uh, for executions. He was like a celebrity... Uh, uh, executioner for that time frame he actually uh he actually uh executed most of the uh nazi war criminals uh during uh for the uh, world war uh world war ii war crimes so he was he's kind of like a he really is a, a kind of a, they have a movie and everything about him but anyways, back into the case. The case was one uh, post of uh, 1945 cases which uh, gained considerable coverage in the newspaper, even though Hugo's uh, griefs was not, uh, Haig's killed was not questioned. The editor of the day, Miller uh, Mirror, and Sil uh, Silverson Bloom was sentenced three months prison terms for contempt of court, uh, describing Haig as a murderer while the trial was still underway. Oh, damn. Okay. Wow. Someone was actually arrested and sentenced for three months in prison because, uh, man, nowadays they don't do that. I mean, they they pretty much is like, oh, this is the guy that killed everybody. And they just go ahead and prosecute. And what was it? The, uh, trial ball uh, society thing nowadays. Well, I guess that is it on this episode. Uh, let me see if I can find anything else on this case. Uh, but yes, this is about, about it. But he basically murdered uh, six people for money. Well, that is it for today. Uh, I guess I'll talk to y'all later. This is a short one again. Uh, I'm going to do a long one next week. Uh, 
But until then, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Goodbye.